I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. So Somebody once told me, the world is going to roll me. But tonight, we're talking about homie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome ah! into another episode of the overrated. Underrated. <laughs> are, the ra- are the rated fairly podcast? But he was almost there, but did you hear how he rushed to the delivery? A little bit. Yeah. I was going to give him a little. I, I thought it was okay. Listen, it I was clever. About it. it was your most unique one yet. Well, I, I try to be n- unique sometimes, but uh, in case you didn't catch it, we're going to be talking about, which you probably didn't catch it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Tim. Bob, you're trying to murder Fibber. Oh, <laughs> we haven't talked about Fibber in a while. Fibber doubles as a phenomenal uh, bottle cap opener. Uh, marginally. Not really. This is kind of okay. hard to Let me rephrase. Fibber functions as a functional bottle cap opener. <laughs> it's not looking very functional right you got, now. You got you to gotta ease into it. You got to let him Find bite. The groove. You just put his mouth it's on there and let Fibber the bite. It's all Do we have an actual opener in this? Here, here. Let me try. Let me try. Uh, well, anyways, as Josh is trying that... Um, we're going to be talking about The Simpsons today. Um, the you know. Simpsons. Dan, Thank, you. Dan, 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 Thank you, Fibber. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, an iconic. Um, I think it came out in, what, 89? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. How many um, seasons are we in now? 33 at the moment. Yeah. Wow. 33 seasons of this show. It's the longest running uh, TV show in the United States. That's almost a season a month for three years. That's that no, math doesn't work out at all. Uh, Twenty four, thirty six. But anyways, what? <laughs> wow, what? that is math. It's terrible math. <laughs> it's true math, Tim. You can't I don't just, like the sound of it, Bob. You don't discount math when it's not convenient. All I'm saying. That's how tax fraud happens. <laughs> <laughs> Tax fraud. So, anyways, what do you guys think of the the Simpsons in general? Were you guys fans uh, growing up? I like the Simpsons growing up. Yeah, I I can't say that I'm very current on it. I appreciate what it is. Um, it's a listen. It's a, it has its place in pop culture and deservingly so. Um, legendary, legendary among cartoons, mm. among uh, animation. What a what a great great um show and it's not that i'm not interested i'd love to watch a little more than i do um one of these days i think i will sit down and go through the newer seasons when i have the time but i, I do like the simpsons and i i always loved getting the simpsons comics when i was oh, younger too. I, i've really? never heard particularly of those. the bartman ones bartman <laughs> is that yeah. a play on batman i'm assuming you don't know about bartman i've, I've never heard such things I mean, I, I know yeah, as Bart it was Bart's. Uh, he wore like a purple mask and a cape as Bartman. That actually does sound a little familiar yeah. now that you mention it. Um, Josh, what do you, what do you, what do you think of the Simpsons? I love it. I think it's the uh, <laughs> pun intended gold standard of. They're yellow, Josh. <laughs> well, they are close not enough. gold, Josh. <laughs> Imagine if the Simpsons were gold, just like shiny gold. Would it be as good? No. <laughs> Absolutely no. Not, what if so. they were green? 
Do you think the Simpsons could only have happened if the Simpsons were yellow? I, mm, I, probably. I yeah. mean, it's honestly, part of the charm. it's part of the yeah. charm. It, it's the only color that, and this is another trivia fact, that they made the characters yellow so that it would jump out at you as you were hmm. flipping through the can, uh, channels. It certainly does. Look at that. Yeah. You know, I think it's just, it really is, it set the, the bar pretty high for most animated uh, comedies, right? And, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've always fondly, I remember uh, coming home, there was a slate of television. I think it was on Fox where from like five to six. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd be finishing, yeah. I'd be finishing up my, uh, my Maury when I got home. <laughs> well, and, and congratulations more on your retirement. Oh yeah. I know Josh has been very upset this week. You yeah. know, I love Maury. Unfortunately, we'll get no more. <laughs> <laughs> He's at it again. Oh no. <laughs> But this show isn't about Maury, Josh. But, Continue. But I'm happy you remember because it was like Maury. And then I almost want to say it went into Simpsons right after. Um, I believe well, what it was. It was if, Seinfeld. If I'm remembering correctly, it was Malcolm in the Middle first. Oh, that's we, right. In the middle of Maury and the Simpsons. No, no, no. <laughs> Well, actually, yes. <laughs> so it was Maury, which I have never watched. It was Malcolm in the middle. Then it was The Simpsons. Then it was Seinfeld. And I'm sure that's changed a million okay. times over the years. But The Simpsons always did have that slot of time kind of around dinner carved out. Right. And then oh, I think yeah. for a while it was actually coming back later in the evening, too, like maybe a 7 or 8 o'clock run, it I was. feel like. I, I think hands down my favorite thing about The Simpsons is the Treehouse of Horrors. Um, they, Classics. They are amazing. I'm every Well, I shouldn't say every October, but I'd love to make it a tradition going forward. Um, I remember my, my daughter was born in October, and I binge-watched all in of In a treehouse, coincidentally. In the, in the treehouse. Uh, some might call it a tree fort. Um, do you want to, <laughs> Bob, do you want to tell the, the folks what you've been doing the past couple days to me? Uh, oh, to you particularly, yes. <laughs> So Tim um, mentioned something about the Treehouse of Horror and the show planning via text. And as I like to do sometimes, uh, I like to troll a little bit. And uh, For the record, it smelled fishy from the beginning. <laughs> you bought it into it hook, line, and sinker. This, this, was a co- this has happened to me many times in my life where a troll coincidentally worked out a little too well. So Tim was talking about... Uh, oh, uh, Josh had said something along the lines of, I hope there's an Ori story in this Simpsons episode. And I just kind of chimed in some bullshit like, hey, it will remind Tim of that time that him and his brother Dave built a tree fort around the lake. And Tim literally comes back later. He's like, did you destroy that fort, Bob? Tim, you want to tell us why, perhaps, that this troll worked out a little too well? Let me tell you about that fort. Ori story time. It was a midsummer day, and uh, my brother and I, David, as it were, uh, who is actually the ins- uh, inspiration for this specific cast that I wrote. He he wanted a Simpsons cast, so I I obliged. But yeah. anyways, he also eats donuts and drinks beers down at Moe's. Always, yes. Yeah. Um, he also has a large head of heaping uh, blue hair. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, anyways, his friends call him Marge. <laughs> that I've heard. Yes, of course. <laughs> David, he often gets around on a skateboard. David, Marge, or you're combining <laughs> characters at this point. Anyway, so it was a midsummer eve or day uh, back when we were young. Uh, we have an island that I, we've mentioned many times on this cast uh, in Lake Harwinton, and 
Dave and I decided to, uh, you know, make use of the day for once. We went over. We found a great. Um, <laughs> come on, we didn't always make use of the days back in the day. <laughs> oh no, we did not. But, anyways, we we made a fort on the island. Um, it was so impressive that my mom came and saw it, and <laughs> she she brought like my brothers to see it as well that's that it was actually <laughs> really cool that, if you walk by this there's still a plaque made out of cardboard <laughs> and construction paper that tim put there back in the late 90s <laughs> i can imagine yes. your mom just walking onto this island going wow timmy what a great job you did josh that's a horrible <laughs> all right sorry but it's actually not all that far off right your mom was impressed she was she was impressed. She she took pictures of us with it. And then the problem that happened with this fort was we were so excited to go back and see it the next day too and hang out. And lo and behold, it had been destroyed. Now Bob, <laughs> you know, mentioned that out of pure whim that I probably was in a fort at some point, right? That's how this started. Mm-hmm. I just tried to I honestly was just messing with you. The fact that you actually had a fort around the I mean Given the fact that many of us built forks, forts when we were kids, and loads of them, it was. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I. I well, that's the end of the Ori story. It, it got destroyed, but we'll move back to what we were saying. So, Bob to- tells me that this kid who will not be named, <laughs> um, we'll refer to him as Roger. Yeah, we'll just say he's Roger. <laughs> Big Rod. Roger went and destroyed this fort in two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. He set a match to it and stomped it down. Which, which I knew this was garbage from the beginning because of the match <laughs> comment. Because it wasn't burned down. Well, he, it didn't really catch. <laughs> Listen. Josh, you were in the group text. I wasn't biting this hook, line, and sinker. I was skeptical from the beginning. <laughs> Tim and I tread this very, very careful line <laughs> where... I think old man Halpert was involved in this, too. <laughs> Sometimes Tim and I will follow along with Bob to a point. And then there's always... Just to see where it goes. <laughs> and then there's always this jump-off point. Tim thought, folks... Through this whole troll, Tim thought I knew something about who destroyed his fort years well, ago that I knew nothing about. Incorrect. I thought that you and your brother... No, no. We would never destroy the fort. Which is why it was a little confusing. I was like, maybe they no. destroyed the fort, my no. perfect fort, and he's trying to get up the nerve to tell me about no, no. it now. <laughs> but oh, you said you did this when you were young? When, when I was young. When you were young? When... When we were young. <laughs> yes. With Dave? With David. No, he doesn't look a thing like Jesus. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew it. Well, he <laughs> he kind of talks like a gentleman, though. <laughs> you know? I, have, like you I haven't heard it. <laughs> when we were young. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, back to The Simpsons. Um, so my experience with The Simpsons is similar to Josh. Um Whenever you watched it's, it. Honestly, whenever it was on, we watched it, yes. <laughs> I don't know, Tim, was it a TV show? <laughs> but, like, we always would stop on The Simpsons. And and one of my fondest memories is my older brother, Brennan, he, he got a few of the seasons on DVD, 
I used like, to have one of those too back when the DVDs were a thing. Yeah, yeah. and when he lived uh, at home, he was the last remaining brother living at home, like going to college, commuting, that kind of thing. We right. would always like watch a couple at night, like when he got back from nice. college. So it was fun. Um, but much uh, simp alert time. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh no. But, but uh, let's delve into the Simpsons a little bit. Yeah. Um, I asked you guys to prepare. Um, a little thing for me. I wanted to know uh, about thing. the characters because one thing about The Simpsons is there's so many relevant characters. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if it was intentional, but I think it just down the line, when you write 33 seasons of a show, you have to delve into these other characters eventually. Yeah. So I wanted you guys to pick an overrated, an underrated, and a rated fairly character from The Simpsons. Yeah. Um. So... Let's start with uh, with overrated. What uh, does one of you have something? Yeah, Homer. Homer, really? Homer's kind of ruined the Simpsons over the year. If we're gonna be honest, um, the patriarch. Okay. Listen, he w- he's the in the nineties. He worked out because it was like uh, Homer. Homer it, never he, works out. No, I, yeah, <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> well, yeah, you never see him. You never see Homer work out, and you know what else you never do? You never hang out with Joey. No. The answer is to never hang with Joey. No, 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 no. Now you never watch The Simpsons with Joey. You, you never, never drink hang out with, with Joey. He tells you he's Krusty the Clown, but uh, the funny business he's talking about is some. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we won't get into uh, to to the Krusty Clown business no, with never, Joey. Never. But as you were saying, Bob. Yeah. Um, oh, Homer. It's got to be Homer. So in the, in the 90s, it was funny. I think because the um, series has gone on so long, Homer's become, it's just too much, you know? And it's, the character's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but like anytime a joke gets beaten a little bit to death, it gets a little old. And, and Homer's always been the face of The Simpsons. But I kind of think, as much as I like The Simpsons, it's weird how many people related to him over the years. Like, oh, it's Homer Simpson. Like, I kind of find Homer Simpson a little obnoxious. He's brain dead. Mm-hmm. He is uh, disgusting. And uh, he doesn't really do anything sincere. Like, there's always these really forced, sincere moments at the end of the episodes where he'll be like, oh, Marge. <laughs> or, but it's like you just can tell he's just doing this because he's a dumb idiot. Right. Um, and, and I don't really like the character, actually. I, I think that it serves a purpose. I don't like that the franchise uh, kind of makes him the focal point. Um, I know it's kind of split between him and Bart, and I mean, you could argue the whole family at this point, but because The Simpsons is so iconic and there are so many great characters in that show, the fact that Homer kind of is the first thing you think of is is a little bit overrated in my mind, if we're being mm. honest. Yeah, one thing I do like about Homer is uh, specifically his interactions with Lisa. There's a few, there's a few episodes where he, he's just a complete idiot and she puts him in his place right and in a funny way obviously i'm, I'm not doing it justice by saying that but it's hilarious but the i agree chokes his son yeah <laughs> yeah that, yeah it's a yeah it's the a first show to make child abuse funny <laughs> well, no 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 it's it's it, it didn't age well <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It definitely didn't uh, but you agree maybe a little on this whether you would consider them that or not you see where i'm coming from i definitely see where you're the coming franchise from. does some great things and the fact that they hang their their hat on this buffoon is uh hey, he's, I a think bl- it, he's a blundering idiot you're right and, you know? and maybe it's made worse because i like the simpsons but i 
absolutely loathe Family Guy. And <laughs> Peter Griffin is a direct, direct ripoff of Homer Simpson, but way, way worse. Right. So the the um, the shadowing effect hmm. of my hate for Peter Griffin and Family Guy, I hate to say it, but Homer takes a little bit of it's, the blame for that, whether justified archetype. or not. It's it's unoriginal at that point, you know, yeah, making right. the and husband really the idiot Simpsons in the fault. situation. But it, right, it's not the that's family but I, guys. But it's fault. right, but they they do it to Homer. They embarrass yeah. himself, right? And he embarrasses himself. He does. He's a fuck. He's but a fool. it also drives the silly situations that you see. You got to admit, right? It. I, I mean, mean, there's certain things that come Josh, out of it. It could be done without Homer. Yeah, but but could it? I don't think it, the show could be no, done without Homer. No, but he no. doesn't need to be the forefront. Sure. I will I will agree with that. Josh, who's your underrated character? Oh, it's Bart. How? Bartholomew. Oh, huh? easily. Oh, wait, overrated? You're, you're overrating Bart? Easily. Why? <laughs> 30, what is it, 33 seasons they have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just... A season for every year of my life as of April. Wow. I, I I'll be straight. I just feel like... If you've seen five seasons of Bart, you've seen it all. Yeah, but Bart is The Simpsons. The Simpsons encaptures the '90s. That's when it rose to its 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 heyday. That's mm-hmm. when it carried out. He had that quirky attitude. Eat my shorts, off kilter humor. Classic. That whereas Homer was a little bit of of a of too much. Bart was what made the show work among many fans because it was that he captured a little bit of the pulse of the 90s. Bob, are you saying that Bart is underrated? Nope, I think he's rated fairly and I think I'm not he, that's not my pick for rated fairly. I have a different one, but I don't see how Josh could be arguing that Bart is overrated. I, I don't see it. When you have a character that is very very predictable, like you said it yourself. There's well, maybe you didn't, but maybe Tim did. There's moments where like okay, how do I put this? There's moments where Lisa can put Homer in his place, but oh, Lisa yeah. can also be a silly character. She has many different dimensions to her that when Lisa I watch... Lisa is not generally a silly character. No, not at all. Really. But, but, but here's the thing. They can have an episode where she's silly, and you kind of break the mold, and you have a more dynamic character. Bart is a very static character. I know he's going to be in trouble in school. Sure. I know he's going to do something that's going to be, I don't know, a little bit edgy. And I see what you're saying about him being fairly rated. So you're arguing the predictability. It's just predictable. But Josh. If I watch any episode of The Simpsons, I know Bart's going to do something that's going to get him into trouble. And maybe that's part sure. of the charm of the show. But oh, sure. I don't know if that's this. I don't know if you can say that. With the level of predictability for any other character in the show. Can I make a couple points? You yeah, make. please. You say you love the Treehouse of Horror the most. Mm-hmm. Not possible without the Bart. He's got the shinning. And second <laughs> of all, how do they open the Simpsons movie? Not with Homer. With Bart Wayne. They, they open with this hysterical scene <laughs> where Bart is skateboarding nude. Yes. And his dong gets covered by everything. Everything. And then finally, in the end, you see nothing up but his dong. It's <laughs> Yellow penis. Very funny. <laughs> Great opening scene. Hilarious, really. It was actually a pretty funny scene. Yeah. It's yeah. not some funnier than a yellow penis. That's no, for sure. No, no. I'd be concerned. <laughs> Tim, what about you? All right. My my overrated character is going to be Krusty the Clown. Hey. Um, okay. So, Krusty is put on a pedestal by all these these people in Springfield. Um, and 
my problem is... I never is, understood that. That's the thing. My problem is he's never really earned it. He's He has his show, yes, but he's a buffoon. He he always messes up. He The second he finishes his shows, he's running off stage smoking and, and drinking. Yes. Exactly, <laughs> but so like I, I didn't realize Josh was doing his smoking. I thought I, he had an issue with your take. I thought he had an issue. I had thought he had an issue on the computer when he did that. <laughs> but, Josh, you need to make your jokes more that scare the shit out of both of us. <laughs> it was very scary. Flattered, flattered. But anyway, My Halloween just never mind. <laughs> no, no, you never, you never talk about Halloweens, especially with Joey. Anyway, but. Crusty the Clown, he hasn't earned it. Oh, that's it. a draft snack. Uh, uh, was that Uncle John? Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> get was there's... Joey thinking. Okay. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, overrated. Uh, so we're gonna move into uh, underrated. Josh, what do you have for underrated? I um. Can I just say that Barney is underrated? Uh, not, you can't. Not no. the dinosaur. <laughs> the uh, the drunk at most. That guy bar. is no. He's. Come on. Continue, Josh. How many Sorry. times have you seen Barney do something completely incredible sober? The predictable man likes a predictable man. Josh, you just complain about Bart's predictability. All Barney what? ever does is burp and go. So no, no, no. Incomprehensible. no, no, no. I'm going to give an example of like Barney. 90% of the time he might do that, but the 10% that he doesn't <laughs> makes him very underrated. So there's an episode with where they're doing a film festival and Barney enters a film and it's like, super touching like i don't remember what the film was but i remember the end line was don't cry for me i'm already dead or something <laughs> like that and like homer has to judge between between this and uh uh hans molman's film which is just getting hit in the groin with a football he's just like well, Barney's film had heart and meaning, but football in the groin had a football in the groin. <laughs> so that was my favorite Barney moment. There was an episode where he went completely sober and they just showed like what his life would be like. And I was just, I, it's one of the That's more memorable. That's a little memorable. too dark, really. It is. That was a dark episode and but I remember the, it. The Simpsons talks about the human condition. I'm just saying like that is, uh, that's like a really cool thing for me to watch. And it's funny at the same time. I, I like your pick. Thank I do. You. Thank you. I, I Speaking of the it. human condition, my underrated pick is Mo. Love him. <laughs> Mo is awesome. <laughs> I love Mo. I think he's underrated because he he embraces the struggle that we all have, and he he kind of always has to hear the other issues of the town, and he yep. has to kind of keep it under wraps. And there's those very dark like <laughs> scenes where he looks at the noose in the closet, yeah, and he's like, "Not today." <laughs> and <laughs> obviously, a gross exaggeration of. Of the working man, but, you know, it's like he has his small little triumphs and he has his struggles. And, like, I think that Mo is a, uh, I think Mo is actually um, a brilliant, one of the most genius uh, um, cartoon characters ever made. He's a very dynamic character. He, he is, and he's yeah. very underrated for it. Um, I wish the Simpsons were more uh, associated with Mo because that character is so well developed. I, I think most criminally underrated. Any episode that they use him as like the focal point, I've always liked. Yeah, this is he's just such, he's just <laughs> such an interesting character. Yeah, you know, Britney Spears was a big fan of his. Oh, really? She wrote that song "Gimme Gimme Mo." Yep, yep, she did. Yep, <laughs> that that might be it. My most underrated character. It's gonna go to Ralph Wiggum. Uh, I know you guys might not like hey, Ralph Wiggum. Hey. 
but no, that's uh, <laughs> I'm in danger. Oh no, Ralph! I <laughs> so Ralph is <laughs> he? Ralph is fairly rated. He was my fairly rated pick, but I'm curious to see what you yeah, have to say. Yeah, has the bully. That's right. He has some of the best lines in this show. That's why I think he's underrated. Like me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're you're actually right about that this. kind of thing. And then and then he's like, "This tastes like burning." Like there's <laughs> when when you see Bart's dong in the movie, <laughs> Ralph says, "I like men now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a, a totally non sequitur comment. From and folks, we're not trying to press any buttons here, so don't start pulling the PC card. But that's a hysterical comment. We don't get political montage of a scene. Like I agree with you, that is an underrated character with great lines, and he's always there in the right place at the right time for these lines. That's why I think he's underrated. Arguably, he's in the wrong place at the right time. (laughs) Right, exactly. See, I was ready to make an argument about how all those qualities make him fairly rated. You're not going to get a super dynamic episode about Ralph Wiggum, but you are going to get these gems. And it's going to save him from like obscurity in the rest of the show. Backpedaling again. The man loves a predictable character. I was ready to make the argument that what made him very memorable were these things. But then again, you, I don't know if you can really have a whole episode of Ralph Wiggum. Josh, are you digging holes? <laughs> I, I'm i on the fly right now. Josh is to... always digging holes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Josh is digging holes and spitting skull. (laughs) Let me convince you with one quote, Josh. Do it. And then the doctor told me both my eyes were lazy. (laughs) That's why it was the best summer ever. (laughs) So good. Tim, do you see a bit of yourself in the wig? I don't see a bit of myself, but there's people that do remind me of the wig. Fair. <laughs> I'll tell you that. The fair. wig. What a great nickname. The wig. Oh, All right, yeah. so we're we're going to go into Fairly Rated now. Bob, who you got for Millhouse. Fairly? Millhouse. Love the Millhouse. He does exactly <laughs> what he's supposed to do. <laughs> I like when he says, my mom thinks I'm cool. <laughs> I really like this man a lot. He's a good... He balances out Bart's nonsensical, over-the-top way... Uh, He's just a cool, he's a good sidekick character, and um, I think Milhouse is kind of cool. I agree with and, that. Uh, I like him. He's the typical uh, best friend. You know, yeah. you got to you gotta have that in shows sometimes. So yeah, I, I, agree. I like him. I like him. Yeshua, what do you think? Originally, it was Ralph, but I'm going to change it to uh, Abe, Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> oh, some might even underrate the Grandpa Simpson. He's Sam. pretty good. I mean, I... Every time you see him in an episode, you, you, <laughs> he, he absolutely just like loses it sometimes, <laughs> and it saves the episodes. I mean, that's it's great. It's great. I'm fairly rated. It's it, it's him and and Hans Molman <laughs> that are have great and, old and Hank people. Mardukas. <laughs> yes, uh, Hank, Hank Mardukas. <laughs> to Hank, to Hank. Right. Robbie's been my best friend for years, and Hank Mardukas. <laughs> A timeless quote. Yes. <laughs> so my fairly rated is going to be Sideshow Bob. Um, mm, no. Much going off of much of what Josh said about Bart. Um, Sideshow Bob is the only person in the show to hold Bart accountable for what he does. In my opinion, I mean, as an overrated character, he's a killer, Tim, and he holds a grudge. You know, and that's the thing. I like that he 
continuously throughout every single episode holds this grudge against Bart for getting him to jail, basically. And I think I think that's fairly rated. You know? I, I think at least someone's holding Bart accountable for this. He's another interesting character. I'll give you that. Which makes it fair, I think. Sure. Um, fairly rated. Now, which which of these characters would you most want to have a beer with, Josh? Oh, gosh. Um, of the ones that we've said? Any of them. That's actually a tough one. Mo. I mean, I'd go to Moe's. Drink I mean, Mo. Moe's great. I can't have a beer with Ralph Wiggum. Um, <laughs> right. I obviously got to pick feel like over that would 21. Be very character. entertaining. Well, in terms of actual logic, he would be 33 at this point <laughs> over. But <laughs> Then, yeah. I don't know. Pardon me. Can I have a beer with comic book guy? Absolutely. Right, yeah. I great, feel like I'd have a great lot, choice. I'd be able to talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> Josh is comic book guy. Just skinny. <laughs> I, I'd Thanks maybe like to have a beer with the Flan man. The Flanders, huh? But I don't think he drinks. No. If anyone was to get the Flanders to drink, I'd say you would, Bob. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Maybe a little communion wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Groundskeeper Willie. I think he's got oh. some crazy stories oh, in his yeah, background. Oh, yeah, I like that guy. I like <laughs> him. Little Jameson. Yeah. Before we uh, move on, can I tell you an underrated scene, one of my favorite Simpsons scenes of all time? Please. I don't even remember what else happens in this episode, but it's what The Simpsons does the best in my mind, and this is the <laughs> picturesque um, example of it. There's a scene where like something's going on in the town. I can't remember it, but there's like a random kid sitting on a bench and like a fly or something lands on him, and he's just, like <laughs> probably Ew, Ralph a bug, and he like flicks it <laughs> off of him. And that scene has no real purpose <laughs> other than he just like disgruntled. He's like, "Ew, a bug," <laughs> and like flicks it. And me and my brother have been quoting that ridiculous scene for almost like 15 years now. That. You know, that's another good point about The Simpsons in general. It's just like there's so many quotable things that like that just, are just show nonsense. Up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh yeah, I think that's pretty much good what we've got for that. Um is I that, think is that Uncle John? I s- it's time to make the donuts. <laughs> okay, all right, Uncle John. Uh, you know what? Let's go. Why over is he Uncle driving John. the Moe's food truck? Hey. The man has a problem with theft. <laughs> or special on Duff Beer today. <laughs> Duff Beer. Yummy, 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 that was Some, Uncle John. That wasn't me. <laughs> yes, of course. One thing that is synonymous with the 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 Simpsons, Josh. Big word there. I hope you caught it. It's okay. um, <laughs> but one thing that is synonymous is donuts. Um, oh. Homer is a big fan of the donuts, and yeah. honestly, I was trying and to. Joey's fig- a big fan of the nuts. <sighs> well, <laughs> you never hang out with Joey, and you never have donuts with Joey. That's for sure. Never, because you don't know where those donuts have been. Oh, oh enjoy no. your bagel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was looking up, like, I think the only reason that it's synonymous is because Homer loves donuts so much. And yeah. there's, you know, they have that uh, that store with the the big kid holding up a big donut, yeah. right? What, what is that? Hold on. I'm actually going to look at that up. 
I, I don't know. Um, so what we did here was we, we went to our local grocery stores. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Uncle John went to our local grocery stores, and he picked up... Uh, <laughs> Lard Lad Donuts. Lard Lad, yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> so we picked up three uh, different brands of donuts, one from Stop and Shop, one from uh, Big Y, and one from the Market 32, as it were. Yeah. Price um, chopper to the uh, to them folks. We want we wanted to try the local local uh, um, uh, grocery store donut. That's the word. <laughs> yes, grocery That's the store. That's the word I'm struggling with. So we're gonna go one at a time here, Bob. Why don't you? Uh, yeah, let's start with the market, huh? Yeah, start with the market here. Why, thank you, Bob. Here's a glazed donut from the market. It's a good thing too. These must have been on a special sale, or they're just that good because literally these were the last three actual donuts in the entire store. Interesting. And luckily, they were all glazed. They smell great. You know, I I look it for smells amazing for a glazed donut. I kind of look for one that's not going to get all over my fingers. It's not right. too sloppy. It's not slopping around. Well, keep looking, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I like the plain glaze. It's pretty good. Um, but I hmm. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think about the uh, the market thirty two? How they do with this glazed donut? It's got a good bite. And what I mean by that is, like, when you bite into it, the whole donut doesn't collapse on itself. Um, mm. Holds its form pretty well, yeah. Holds its form. You know, it's got a little give when you squeeze it, but I think this is rated fairly. I can taste the fry on it. You can um, definitely taste the frying, for sure. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing on I the first I think it's donut. a good thing. You can tell that they made them in-house. I mean, it's, right. this is a definitely a, a, a fresh-made donut. I think you need to taste the fry a little bit because it almost it almost adds to the flavor of a glazed donut. And you can see where like the sugar and stuff is caramelized at the end of it. This yep. is a fresh donut, guys. This immediately my my choice is is underrated for this specific mm-hmm. donut. This is this is a really good donut. I'm, I'm not I'm gonna agree with you. Full disclosure, I'm not a big fan of donuts in general, but I'd eat that again. Yeah, I like it. I I feel like all right, good job. I Joshua. feel like I need to try the rest of them, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at rated fairly. I have nothing against Dunkin', but I'm just thinking of a Dunkin' glaze that you usually get when someone brings like a dozen to work or something. Right, and this is infinitely better. Mm. A Dunkin' glaze, for whatever reason, they're always so flimsy. Mm. All right, I'm gonna hand over the oh, stop Jesus and shop. Oh. Immediately, there's a lot of slime on these Yo, guys. I don't like this. <laughs> I haven't even. He hasn't t- even tried it I yet. How is one supposed it? to hold this? I don't know. You put this down, you make an instant mess. I put down this uh, this uh, market thirty two. It the glaze has significantly uh, dried. It's hardened. This. Right. this is a slimy wet. Uh, <laughs> this is just a honey bun. Just, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's more of a honey bun than a donut. This was I. I would almost. I would be really shocked if this was made in store. It's too sweet. This too. was shipped to them for sure. Right. It was shit to them. They did something to the dough, and it wasn't a good thing. It's almost got like a an almond type of vibe to it. Yeah, but the texture alone on the outside, wow. I can't do it. Let's use that as a discard folks, box, t- there, folks. Tim and I. <laughs> Literally just threw those donuts into the discard box. Not interested. I'm getting rid of these. Um, this is an overrated donut, I think. Oh, uh, without doubt. What was this one? This was the uh, Stop and Shop. 
this was disgusting. And what pissed me off about Stop and Shop too, they didn't have like a fresh area to grab these donuts. It was just all pre-packaged. So I were think the, that. So were these made in house? Do you think? Or definitely was this, not. It says Stop and Shop Bakery, but that that's not bakery fresh. That that's essentially a little Debbie or a Hostess, whatever. That's a that is a honey bun. The part yeah. that that makes me super mad is if you let those sit in room temperature for like I don't know an hour. Sure. That glaze would dry. Why, why is that wet? Well, it's it's holding in the wetness because oh. they package it immediately, I think. And That's it's like, definitely, it, it's hot and, yeah, no. I didn't like that one bit. Yeah, that was that was upsetting. That's an overrated donut. All right, yeah. guys. For the last one, um, they only had two. So you guys take the glaze. Uh, give, me a, give me a sprinkie. Well, no. Why don't we break one of these in Yeah, half, let's Josh. just break yeah, one in half. Okay. I'll, I'll do take the a, glaze, man. I'll take a little bite. Thank you there, Bob. And I know poor Ashley... Had to eat one of those stop and shop down. So if there's anything left for these glaze, maybe we should let her try a good one. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so this is the big wide donut. Immediately, it's not as slimy mm -hmm. as the last one. Um, softer than softer than the first one. Yes. Right. That was a good taste. Hmm. This tastes an awful lot like the Dunkin' Donuts one. This tastes like what I would get at like a, a fair. I can taste the the mm. fry on it. It's soft. Almost a little too much fry taste. And that's what I'm thinking. It's hitting me with like an, a, a kind of a nasty aftertaste. It really no, is I'm... the smell that I get when I walk near a fry place um, at like a Big E or something like that. I don't have a problem with that, but that tastes just like a Dunkin' Donuts one for me. I'm, that's okay. I mean, soft yeah. texture, definitely heavy on the glaze. See, the thing was the Market 32 one, very light on the glaze. Mm -hmm. Just right. enough to know it was a glaze. Right. The last one, lathered in glaze, if you want to call it that. This one, not lathered in it, not slimy, but a little overdone on the glaze. If you want mostly glazed taste, this will be for you. I think I'm. my opinion has flipped. Oh, yeah? I think the Market 32 is the way to go. Yeah, this is rated this is fair. Under, I have nothing against this, but... Definitely but, rated fairly, I would say, on this. It's still got a little bit of... Um, Oh yeah, a glaze on your fingers. Your yeah. fingers are are screwed and after this. Yeah. I like the flavor on the Market Thirty Two. It's just got the. It, it's not as bad of an aftertaste on the Market Thirty Two as this. I don't think any offensive aftertaste whatsoever. No, I don't like the aftertaste of the Big Y one at all. I like the texture of this too. The Big Y was a little too soft. I think okay. the Market 32 let their donut speak for itself, where it's like, this is a good plain donut, and here's a little glaze. Not right. Whereas these Josh. other two were like, we're going to drown this in glaze because you want a glazed donut, which maybe you don't. When you were helping Uncle John get these... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The man was a menace. Very little help. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Jesus, That Uncle sounds John. like me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, did you have to take it out of the... Uh, the act, like was there an area to take them out of? It wasn't yeah. prepackaged or nothing, right? No, I had to take them out of the uh, or nothing. I, That's horrible, Graham. Or anything. Jeez. I literally everybody gets one. I uh, <laughs> I took it off the tray. Okay, cool. Yeah, that I, I'm gonna go fairly rated on the big Y one. Underrated on the Market Thirty Two. Oh, way overrated on the uh, the Stop and Shop. Unfortunately, that's, that's, I think that's a consensus. We yeah. all threw our the rest of our donuts in that extra trash box <laughs> yes mm. well, i think when it comes to a donut like I, I i'm okay with having a little stick on my hands but i don't necessarily want it to be a um a lasting stick that's why i like the market 32 so much it's just 
the flavor was good. The texture was good. It's about as clean as you're going to get for a donut. Right. Yeah. They were really... Uh... And again, I got to say, just going into this, I'm like, dude, three glazed donuts. I mean, what are we really going to see the difference in? Folks... Big difference. Massive. Wanna, yeah. If you ever want to see the difference between something, pick the most bland and basic version of it. Because honestly, what a difference. Yeah. Like, I would never, ever buy the Stop and Shop brand. You'll never see me getting that variety pack. Nope. Not a chance. I have a, a chocolate donut hole over there from Stop and Shop. I'm not even going to eat it. I, I'm not you interested. You think you might return these? You got the receipt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Return it with like half the donut. Sorry, this was just on out of bowl. Now, Bob, how much was the uh, the price chopper donut? So I gotta be honest with you. Um, I, I lost the receipt, but I'm gonna say that these were um just a little under a buck, if not a buck a piece. So I, I no, and you know what? With the sale, um, even less because I bought a couple other items and I didn't even pay very much. So these were probably just under three bucks for three of them. Interesting. I didn't even pay the correct amount. <laughs> See, um, I was a little over a dollar per donut. I was, I mean, mine are from Stop and Shop, and they were much smaller than the ones you guys got. But for twelve, it was three dollars and twenty nine cents. So, I mean, for a dozen. Yeah, I think that I think quality. Stop and Shop knows what they have. It's just like, but why won't they just make six of them and make them better? Right. You would hope. You would hope. That was I hated that. Yeah, I honestly Stop and Shop store brand stuff has never impressed me. Stop and right. shit. Yes, and sometimes it gives you the shits and it's terrible. I the uh you've said it before even on this cast Bob, but the Market 32 store brand stuff has <laughs> yeah. impressed me in the past. We we've got a bit of a trend going. Yeah, and as far as changing uh, tradition, big <laughs> changing tradition. We're on a mission. Oh, I don't endorse any grocery store. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you endorse a grocery store, Uncle? I Tom? signed a contract with my distributors and suppliers to tell you that I'm not to endorse any of these companies. Listen, Uncle John endorses Hannaford. That's about it. Oh, I don't about that. I'll be better. I'll be pay your tab later. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uncle John. All right. Well, I think we He's got a pretty... little worried about like copyright and stuff, isn't he? I know. Maybe we should be. <laughs> um, Don't worry, guys. We're good. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. I'm. Th- I think that we have a a pretty good handle on these. I uh, honestly, donuts in general, I would argue are overrated. They're a little too just sweet, right? For me, donuts are rated. For, I don't ever really. Uh, on an average day, I could care less about a donut. The thing is with a donut is when I want a donut, I really, really want a donut. Yeah. Uh, so I think donuts are what they are. They're a rated fairly item, and I enjoyed eating them today. Right. Yeah. Minus the stop and shop. I yeah. think if I'm going to blow however many calories. Be that... careful, Josh. <laughs> Raising Josh. You never blow with Joey. <laughs> oh, God. If I'm going to eat a high uh, caloric food, much like a donut, I want it to count. You know, that's a very, very good point. Like if I'm looking at these donuts over here from Stop and Shop, like, OK, I'm going to eat a donut in the morning. I, I want it to be at least really good. Those yeah, give no. me a bagel with cream cheese over, right. over any that day. any day. I, actually, over any donut, really, to be honest, like a bagel yeah, with cream right. cheese. But I agree with Josh. If you're going to make like a really shitty nutritional choice, it, it better be worth it. And the Stop and Shop's not. I'm not even really sure for as much as it was fine. The big Y is really even really worth it. But the the market 32 on the right day might be. 
especially Maybe. with the sale. Yeah, but especially with the sale. All in all, folks, go grab yourself a McGriddle for breakfast. Those are delicious. Yeah, <laughs> if you want the McShittles right after. Well, true. They do agree with that. <laughs> they do give you issues, but anyway, let's let's move on into our our last segment. Here. Oh yeah, see you later. Bye, Uncle John. We love you. Rapid fire ratings. All right, boys. So we're um, pew 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 pew. We're a little sugared up, yeah. <laughs> as you can see. That was Uncle. That was, me responding, that was me responding to Uncle John's fart. Pew pew <laughs> pew pew pew. Indeed. Oh, it for my ass. So this last. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> You know what? You remember that time that Homer shrunk? Nomer. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Like no more. <laughs> I know what he did. No, no, Nomer, like a gnome. Oh, that too. <laughs> I thought you were talking about shrinkage. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> Listen, I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold out that day. Um, so this is. This is a pretty um, simple segment we're going to do here, uh, since we're all sugared up. Um, it's it's called the uh, the trivia here, uh, wow. what we're going to be doing. <laughs> Very is that, simple. Is that an original term? <laughs> the, uh, the trivia here, yes. So or as the friends pronounce it, la trivia. <laughs> In Spanish, la you, trivia. You're thinking of Trivago. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to read off some Simpsons trivia. And I want you guys to overrate it, underrate it, or rate it fairly. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Bring it. Homer's email address is chunkylover53 at AOL. Overrated. Uh, stupid. Easily rated fairly. <laughs> All right, Josh, why is it <laughs> Oh, rated they're making fairly? a Homer fat joke. Who gives? It? That, that's stupid. I think it's a small detail that most people would not pick up on, and if they saw it, they would giggle. <laughs> Homer doesn't have the clever wit to actually be in tune with self-deprecating humor, so it's not even relevant or But possible. Matt Groening, the creator, does. It's not about Matt. I believe it's graining. Graining? I don't know. How uh, is it pronounced, Bob? Groening or graining? Uh, it's pronounced gravy. Ah, yes. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> then in Spanish, that means the V. <laughs> um, so when Maggie is scanned... In the opening credits by um, the inattentive cashier, she rings up as eight hundred and forty-seven sixty-three. In eighteen, or sorry, in nineteen eighty-nine, when the sequence was created, this was how much it cost per month to raise a baby. Hmm, that's underrated. That's a cool little Easter egg. That is underrated. Had no idea. Who would have thought the simp weren't so simp? (laughs) Overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Originally. Krusty was supposed to just be Homer in makeup, trying to the win the affection of his clown-worshipping son. That's a little too John Wayne Gacy for me. Uh, that's overrated. I mean, I like the concept. I'll rate it fairly, but like... They do look very similar. It's the same voice actor. I know that. Of course. Well, why would he... he all you gotta do to try to win your son over, don't dress like a clown. Stop choking him. Stop Agreed. being a clown. Yeah. I don't like Yeah, clowns. stop being... Again... Homer Simpson does not have the mental capacity to understand the psychology of, a, of an effective clown. He not, not practical, overrated. I'm he's happy not, they made him a Jewish clown. Yes. In, in the in the words of Batman, he's a psychopath. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 
what you say about the Jewish clown? Yeah, Krusty's. Oh, you're thinking of Adam Sandler. Oh, <laughs> moving on. How silly of me. <laughs> it okay. First of all, Din- it's the Simpsons. <laughs> it's the Simpsons guy. It's Homer guy. <laughs> so first of all, this is a two-parter. A. Danny Elfman created the theme to The Simpsons. Very famous composer. Rated here. fairly. I love that. He knew Legolas. So this. it took Danny Elfman. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, why are you the that way you nice. are? That was nice. Come on. It took Danny. It took him three days <laughs> to compose the show's opening theme song. How He's many days? Three. He's called it the most popular piece of music of his career that's underrated i mean that's a great and long-lasting theme i am familiar with a lot of the elf's uh themes that he does and he does some great ones that works with tim burton a lot sure um this is a a hit to do it in three days uh for an iconic show like this that's been on the air for 30 plus years um that's underrated it is i think if anything it's iconic at this point yeah. And mm. the fact that you were able to make something so catchy then um, that it is equally as catchy now, underrated. Beautiful. The Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Josh. Um, the famous Donald was written in the scripts as just annoyed grunt. Okay, it, that's a little underrated because I don't... I'm annoyed <laughs> by the dough. I always have been. But, but the, the actor fa- made it his own I agree. at that point. And yeah. it became iconic. So to be able to do it on the spot, the only better iconic groaning of all time would be in Home Alone 2, <laughs> where Joe Pesci says, That was creepy. Or, okay, in Big Daddy, where Steve Buscemi crashes as that homeless man in the car, and then... Adam Sandler like taunts him and he's like oh, like those are also great <laughs> incomprehensible uh, gr- but yeah Doe's good that's good I'll call it rated fairly uh, yeah it's you're not fine. impressed by it I'm just it's it's a sound effect yeah. <laughs> very good um, the oh. main voice actors make around $300,000 per episode Oof, that's uh 300k an episode? An episode. That's underrated. My god. You think that's <laughs> underrated? I mean, they're overpaid, but it's underrated how much a voice actor makes. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, I I agree with that. Hmm. I'm I'm a little torn on this because that's a lot of money. That's that, Yeah, yeah, that's overrated. That's ridiculous. You're In the words the, of Michael Scott, "Ooh, that's a lot of cheddar." <laughs> that, that is if you think about how iconic The Simpsons is, though, but it's one episode, that would take me years to make that much, and someone can do that in an episode. You can call me bitter, but I feel the same way about pro athletes who bitch about their salaries. <laughs> You're making more money than most people make in a lifetime, in double lifetimes, and triple lifetimes in a year. Right. Yeah. Um, not that I'm saying 300000 is that, but... You bang out three, four episodes, you're a millionaire. So, well, think to me, about that's it. a little I mean, overrated. Right. I mean, 33 seasons of how many episodes a season, yeah. you know? Well, like, you even get through one season. I mean, what's a season? 20 episodes? Yeah. So, three times two is six. You add... Oh, oh boy. boy. What are we talking now? Like, is, <laughs> what is that? Like, six I mean, million? It, is that six million? 
I, yeah, it's Bob, actually I lost close, you in right? the math, but um, I, I believe you. Three apps would be 900,000, so yep. you have to imagine that. So let's say every three episodes is about a million. Three, six. Nine. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're 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 at a, we're actually probably over that. Right. No, it's a it's an ungodly amount of money for it's somebody ridiculous. going. Don't. I yeah, personally yeah. agree that it's overrated. That's insane. But That's you. Just but crazy. everything in context, I suppose, given the following and the success of the show, I mean, that sounds about right. Right. Fair enough. All right. Homer Simpson earns a modest salary of less than $25,000 at the nuclear power plant that he works in. No, no. You would never make that little working at such a high-risk job. It's an overrated The fact, fact that he has <clears throat> the control for uh, you know to shut down the whole operation. <laughs> no. twenty five k. Is that what you said? $25,000. Is this still relevant in the 2022? This was just trivia that I pulled off. Have you adjusted for inflation? No. We are in the world of Joey. Ugh, you never be in the world true. of Joey. That's for sure. Folks, in a world where... Oh, oh, here we go. It's not a segment. In the world's where life's a poem. That was Poetry Moments with Bob. Yeah. It's a segment now, Tim. Listen, turn that shit off, Josh. This no, no, is not no. a in segment. In a world where so uh-huh. much has changed. Oh. And so much continues to change. (laughs) Continues. And in a world where friends move. They don't move. Your friends are right here. And dances groove. And horses are behooved. Well, they do do that. It's nice to know that (laughs) one thing stays the same, and that's The Simpsons. However, (laughs) I don't think you've checked the recent salary of Homer Simpson because I'd be befuddled to think that in a world where Joey's president... In the world 2022, where nuclear energy is very, very topical right now and very terrifying, a little bit too much. This actually. man Overrated. would, uh, this man would be making only twenty five thousand. That's what it says. No, I don't. I would like to know where you got this. This was on the IMDb trivia page. Yeah, it's outdated and this is Wikipedia. <laughs> In a world where facts are wrong, <laughs> don't you hit that button again, Josh? <laughs> All right. Moving on, we're going to go into a little bit different sort of trivia here. Josh, we have a little bit of time left here. Do you here? remember when the when Coldplay wrote that song about the Simpsons? <laughs> what? Well, it was all yellow. Okay. So there's been some speculation that the uh, the main producer here, Matt Groening, is, or Groening, whatever, however you say it, is a time traveler. Huh? Have you guys heard this? I have, I have. So I'm going to read... This is bizarre. You always see these... And South Park, like, 20 years ago, did a Simpsons did it episode. And I hate it. It it, it messes my mind up. Every time something bizarre happens, there's a Simpsons meme about it. So I'm going to share with you some of these future predictions. Mm -hmm. And you don't even have to rate them. Very verified. Continue. <laughs> Three minutes, Josh. Three minutes <laughs> off the air for you. So, <laughs> time out, Bob. Um, I'm gonna read to you the uh, the facts that I've found that are supposedly evidence of this man time traveling, and I want to know what you think. You don't even have to rate it. I just want to know what you think because I found it interesting. Cool. The Simpsons parodied entertainers Siegfried and Roy. In a 1993 episode called Springfield or How I Learned to Stop Worrying 
and love legalized gambling. During the episode, episode that's the name of the episode. Gotcha. During the episode, the magicians were viciously mauled by a trained white tiger, tiger while performing in a casino. <laughs> ah, tiger. Tiger. <laughs> oh, send that tiger back to me. Uncle John, easy now. <laughs> in 2003, Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy was attacked during a live performance. So, you know, this episode was in 1993, and this is 10 years later in 2003. Easily a foreshadowing of what happened. What do you think, Bob? Well, this is just this incident alone. Mm -hmm. And you got to think about this with some of the Simpsons things. Yes. Um, When you're doing that kind of work with animals, it's bound to happen. So I don't think that that's necessarily one of the eerier ones. Well, let me tell you this about Siegfried and Roy, because I know a little bit of trivia about these guys as well. They were uh, they were known to have a, a very emotional bond with their tigers. Well, so did uh, Joe Exotic, and you saw the man <laughs> get bit on the leg. All it took was a little tuna oil. <laughs> I don't know if Joe Exotic had an emotional bond with those it's tigers. Tiger. It's a, basically, there are two schools of thought. But when you work with an animal every day... You know, like Sieg, Siegfried and Roy. I think that you never expect something like that to happen. When you like, when you know the, like, you feel like, you, like my dog Leo. I feel like I know exactly what that dog is thinking at most times. Still, tuna oil comes in, and like, That's true. <laughs> enough with the tuna. <laughs> well, Tim, you gotta understand, they weren't taking this tiger home and and letting it watch TV with sure. them, sleeping in bed with them. Right, I mean, it was it was an encaged wild animal, so I understand that. All right, let's move on to the next one. Jo- or Josh, did you have anything to say about Siegfried and Roy? Yeah, tigers are tigers. I feel like that's bound to happen eventually. He's right on this. All right, right, the tiger. The Simpsons introduced the idea of a watch you could use as a phone. An episode aired in 1995, nearly 20 years before the Apple Watch and other smart watches. Okay, so again. It's combining a couple aspects of technology. Is it very ironic and coincidental? Yes. Is it crazy far-fetched? No. But I do remember seeing a picture of what it looked like, and it looked like an iPod, and that yeah. freaked me out. So I will say that that, that fact is kind of eerie to me. It's I feel, a little strange. I feel like most science fiction of the mid to early 90s or pretty much tackled that type of idea. I mean, I think about Power Rangers too. You know, the the <laughs> morphin time and stuff like that. You're thinking of a uh, bodiless Zordon. Obviously. Um <laughs> which we have to we have to Jess, what do you think how did your Zordon autograph ever come in from pristine auction? It did. It did. What a great item. Thinking about bringing it into the studio. I'm going to put mine in my pool table room. There you go. Can't wait to see it. Although I don't really care about Power Rangers if we Yeah, but, we, but Zordon's a hero. Moving on. <laughs> Zordon once trained a tiger. Really? Zord. Has only just a head. I like Zoro better. Zoro is a great series. That's what I'm thinking of. Not as easily it. All right. In Lisa's wedding, an episode from 1995, it came with a lot of unexpected predictions. During Lisa's trip to London, we see a skyscraper behind Tower Bridge that looks eerily similar to the Shard and even in its right location. Construction on this building started in 2009, 14 years later. How do are we not to believe 
<laughs> that Apple products and architects are not just big fans of The Simpsons. So you, I don't know because you can't. Okay, all right, he's not being serious. Okay, Josh. Well, here, no, here's the thing, and it's not that it's not like a bad idea, but like obviously, if you're looking at like a city skyline or a, you know whatever's available, a city slicker. Yeah, whatever's available I to build. This on the menje. <laughs> I'm just saying. Eventually, you might have imagined that the spot in the distance behind Lisa, if you were trying to make it like unique, imagine well, all the skyscrapers. Well, well and, it's and easy if you try. It, I, I guess it'd be different if I saw <laughs> if I saw a picture, but I also don't think it's all that unrealistic that they would build something in the background and it would resemble something that some artist on the Simpsons. So you're not do. convinced? I'm not. I'm not. Josh you hates may, it. You may say I'm an architect, but I'm not the only one. <laughs> I hope someday you'll join them. Anyway, so <laughs> a few more here. I, I'm I again. I'm very interested in these. I know we're these running are, a little long, but no, 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 no. This is this is intriguing, and and so far we can explain them away. But it is hard to do when there's this many. <laughs> in one of the biggest upsets at the 2018 Winter Olympics, the U.S. curling team won gold over the favorite Sweden. The historical win was predicted in the 2010 episode of The Simpsons called Boy Meets Curl in the episode Margin Homer Simpson compete at curling at the Vancouver Olympics and beat Sweden. I don't... That one's a little bit more coincidental. No, no, no. You're telling me that of all the things, Big Matt, because I don't know how to pronounce his last name, maybe that's not. is going to go back in time and predict like... Somewhere along the line, this slapdick sport of curling, he was like, oh, I'm going to predict this one. If you are a time traveler and you are trying not to break whatever code of time travelers do. So Matt, whatever the hell his name is, can't literally be like, oh, yeah, well, this is going to happen. It would obviously rupture the rules of space and time. So how's he going to do it? He's going to have a wildly successful show that every now and then has He's going to leave a breadcrumb for it. Exactly. If he was a time traveler and he was smart about it, he would do this. If he was an actual time traveler. Here's the problem. He's He's not yet predicted an intense, unprecedented event. Well, here you go, Bob. Here's your your, This is going to challenge what you just said. In The City of New York versus Homer Simpson, a moment alludes to the 9-11 attacks on the World Trade Centers in New York City. There's a frame where there's a brochure that says New York at $9 a day, and behind the 9 are the Twin Towers making the 9-11. That's bizarre. Yes. (laughs) There's a lot of really weird 9-11 stuff out there if you look. Sure. And I'm not trying to be passive because you actually don't have to look too hard to find it. <laughs> I don't believe in time travel. We don't get political but here. Something, but <laughs> something is weird about The Simpsons. You can chalk it up to 33 seasons. You're going to get a few things right. But there's a lot of weird shit in The Simpsons. Let's, I, that, that's about all I can say. Right. It, it freaks me out, man. It freaks me out. I, he's, I don't, a, he's always been a skeptic of these things, Josh. I'm not superstitious, much. but I am a little, <laughs> a little stitch. Uh, speaking of chalk, um, <laughs> at first glance, this might seem just like the freakiest thing that we can see in all of these. This one got me pretty, pretty good. These are verified? These are verified. Homer, striving to be the next great inventor, is standing at a chalkboard on which 
a complex equation is scrawled. The equation is just a hair off of what would become the Higgs boson particle or God particle that was discovered in 2012, decades after it was first presumed to exist. So it's an actual scientific equation I, that is just a hair off of this particle. We're going down some weird roads, and this is a comedy cast. Yeah, I know. These things freak me out. You know this. You know this about me, Tim. So, last one, okay? Because I know this went down a weird road. That's <laughs> bizarre. I mean, we're talking about Simpsons. That's we got bizarre. It. How okay. bizarre. How bizarre. And this is more relevant to us recently. Are the homos in the front? <laughs> so, the Osaka flu the episode of The that? Simpsons is rife with predictions, but most notably, it nails the response we've seen that followed the onset of the COVID-19 virus. Uh, there is, with with uh, suggestions that there's no cure and that it, it's, it, it's bed rest is what's really needed, we get a bonus prediction when townspeople overturn a truck and reveal killer bees in this episode. Reminiscent of the reports of the right, right. murder hornets. Well, And this is all in the same episode. And again, okay, I understand, but... You also, and again, I'm not. I'm just trying to explain it away because that's what I think my job at this point is to do. <laughs> it's it's freaky to me, but let's keep in mind the murder hornet thing was not as big of a deal as the news wanted you to believe. And the news is full of a bag of shit uh, group of people that will do anything for attention. This so in the, in this case, I wouldn't be so inclined to immediately dismiss the fact that these. Fear mongers at these news outlets don't just say, hey, remember that episode of The Simpsons, and let's see how much we can dick around with the general public, because I know we don't get political, but I'm going to for a minute. We're oh, boy. Ve- we're very, we're very fragile-minded folks in what we interpret to be fact. So has anyone seen one of these murder hornets? Well, if you have, tell me. But That's a good point, Bob. My, my point just being, it doesn't take much to scare or convince people these days, Um you see in The Simpsons, some slapdick joker at the news site can publish this article, scare dozens, thousands, hundreds, whatever's of people, millions of people, and maybe two people saw this uh, murder hornet somewhere out in Alaska or out in a, a, a secluded area of California, and it was gone. And maybe just in general, you know, these can be explained away by the fact that it's been 33 seasons of of this and you could probably connect a lot of things in these episodes sure, right. to a lot of things going on in nowadays. I just think it's I well, just think it's things, definitely a little strange. You no know? doubt and about interesting it. to talk about, I would For say. For sure. And a great intriguing conversation. Like the the um the uh formula or the equation or whatever you were saying is very odd and a lot of things. The one thing about the COVID response, and again I'm not saying one way or another, but <laughs> Oh boy, we lot, don't get political a, a, a Bob. lot of no 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 a <laughs> lot of um movies and things have done it where a response to a chaotic virus is chaos. So once again, that particular thing you can kind of explain away a little bit, whereas like our response to COVID was very, very extreme. Whether you agree with it or not, I don't care. But um, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just saying it was extreme, regardless whether it was right or wrong. Right. So to say that it was similar to how they jestingly re- responded in an extreme way in The Simpsons, uh, I mean, that's, you know... It's 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 it's, right. 
it's, it's the different same than thing that, that would happen being one or two off. Yeah. That's freaky. That's weird. I don't know. I I sit here of the mind that one coincidence, meh. Couple coincidences, eh. There's many. But now that <clears throat> there's many, right? I don't know. Where Josh, there's, where there's smoke, there's fire. Is the man a time traveler? That's the final thing and I want to hear. Did Roger really break the Ori's fort back Why in two thousand and three? Did Roger do that? <laughs> Damn, Rod. Or was it the Parada brothers? <laughs> and actually, if you think of that Simpsons episode from nineteen eighty nine, Roger broke Homer's fort. <laughs> just, just kidding. Now we're losing it. I think he's a time traveler. <laughs> I there's there's Could thought. Be. there's a thought yep. there now Tim what did you say about this that why did they make just to, before we close here about the, why did they make the people yellow to nab your attention as you're flipping through the channels and, and then when you said that I was thinking that Cinemax does oh, no. the same thing with a set of Hooters uh, <laughs> after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love those who Uncle John. <laughs> oh, now for that. It, oh, you always tune in after hours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I think this sparks some interesting conversation yeah. at the end here. I, I have no I, idea honestly, about that type of stuff. The Simpsons is just overall a a, a generational show. I right. mean, sure. it's it's sure. gonna transcend generations. Where for it's sure. kind of already popular. has. I mean, we're in the uh, well, if you. Call it the tail end of the eighties. That doesn't really matter. So nineties, early two thousands, two thousand three decades. We're we're in the fourth decade of it, right? Yeah, right. So uh, that's that's unheard of, guys. If you have a show going that long, honestly, you have to at least respect it. You know, like yeah. that. This they can make <laughs> storylines and plot lines that are still relevant in today's right. world. You know, and I know and, some people will say, "Well, South Park's doing it too," but South Park was like eight years after The Simpsons. Right, and and, uh, and and that's not crazy long, but it's almost a decade. And right. Don't start with me about Family Guy. I don't want to hear it. No, don't even do that. Seth MacFarlane's a real turd. Throw him in a bag, light him on fire, and set him off on the old man from Sandler's uh, porch there. That's what he's good for. It oh, burned geez. bright. There was maybe a few There's episodes. Poop again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoyed Family Guy when I was like, I don't know, 14 and there are some great episodes, but honestly, it it pales in comparison to to The Simpsons. The only the only thing better than The Simpsons is King of the Hill. God dang it, Bobby! Save her for the King of the Hill cast, man. Oh man, can you imagine doing a oh. propane versus grill or a propane versus charcoal taste test? Ooh, ooh! All right. Save it for the cast. Save it for the cast, Josh. Ah. All right. I'll, Keep that one in mind. Well, we anyways, propane. Anyways, folks, propane like accessories. <laughs> I I appreciate you listening in and and hearing all of our our input on the Simpsons. Um, this has been another edition of the overrated, underrated, and rated fairly. But hold on, just a second. Okay. Before we end <laughs> our cast, we have to we have to shout out. A wonderful man. Yes. Yes. We yes. have to we have to pay homage to the man who uh, created our new drops for today. Folks, a vi- it's been a week. Yes. And uh, we were graced with the special um, surprise 
of receiving a treat, really. A treat, if you yes. will. Some mm. new drops from our, our close partner. Sweeter than a donut. Mr. Michael the Horse Ori. He sent some new drops for us. Yeah. That so we were able to use today. We hope you enjoy the new drops. And, and honestly, the man's talented. And he, again, he's the fourth member of our staff. The, the, the man who has no voice in here, but is. You very much. He has a very important voice. Oh, the most. Well, no, <laughs> you didn't let me finish. Has no voice on the podcast, but he makes the podcast what it is. You could argue his... the one man who never entered the studio, but he kind of did. Yes, and actually, his voice is very important because this is what goes into all these drops. So, yeah. yeah. And speaking of important. When it comes to starting an important <laughs> podcast, oh yeah, we're really, fitting it in. <laughs> you really need to consider your target audience. How are you going to reach them? How are you going to beseech them? And if you're doing a Dr. Seuss podcast, how are you going to sneech them? Now, you uh. need to be sure that you're getting your content on every platform you can in the most efficient and effective way that you can. And the best way to do that, we here at the Overrated, Underrated, Rated Fairly podcast love to use the Anchor.fm app. Now, Josh, what is the Anchor.fm app? Anchor.fm is an app <laughs> in which you can download. It's also a web browser, too, that you can access it through. Uh, very easy, user-friendly. Uh, you can upload files. You can record within the app. There's different transitions. There's ways to integrate Spotify. It truly is the easiest way to start your very own podcast. So when you slobs are at home eating your donuts and drinking your Duff beer, remember <laughs> that Anchor.fm app is so easy that even you can't screw it up. Anchor.fm. Truly underrated. And if you want to last 33 seasons like The Simpsons, <laughs> you're going to need to get Anchor.fm. Do you remember the episode in 93 where they talked about the Anchor.fm app? <laughs> Very eerie. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. <laughs> well, anyways, again, thanks, folks, for Adios. listening to another edition of the Overrated. Underrated. Right. Overrated. Underrated. Underrated.